Good morning. Well, good morning, baby Aaron. It's nice to see you, too. Hi, pumpkin. I almost knocked the church over right away. Uh, good morning and welcome to our very, very special uh, Sunday morning service. Um, as part of that, I'd like to welcome all of our guests who are here this morning. Uh, I am not going to make us go by name for every single one. Uh, so just one big welcome. So, so happy that you can join us this Sunday morning. We're so pleased to have you here. Um, as is our tradition, we're going to start off with uh, announcements, and then we'll go right into our birthday prayers. And Shane is actually our only announcement this morning. Hi, everybody. Um, two things that I want to share with you. Uh, the first one is... Next week, uh, we will be holding our wrap-up service for the second quarter of our year of being builders. Um, this quarter, we've been focusing on the idea of being builders of healing and reconciliation. And for that service, we're going to do something really unique, and we're going to have a service completely dedicated to healing and reconciliation. The pastors have put together um, a full service for that. And uh, we really hope that you'll be a part of that service because it is, uh, it, it's really going to be special and, and we hope that you'll be a part of it. The other announcement is, I wanted to, it's a reminder uh, that next week, uh, it, before, uh, at 9 a.m., uh, we will be having a business meeting to consider two priesthood calls. Uh, for um, Leslie Gill to the Office of Teacher and Aaron Gill to the Office of Elder. So uh, we hope that you'll be here uh, to, to come and share your support at 9 a.m. next week uh, prior to the Healing and Reconciliation Service. So thanks. Thank you, Shane. Uh, we will go right on to the birthday prayers. Uh, Tuesday, Jordan Jackson has a birthday. Wednesday, Mia Talcott has a birthday. Friday is Ruth Anderson and Chase Williams. And Saturday is um, Teron Platt. Taryn? Taryn, sorry. Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, as they say. All right. Would you all pray with me, please? Oh, I almost... Almost premature prayed. Yeah. Uh, dear God, uh, we are so thankful um, to be here this Sunday, surrounded by our, our family and our friends. Uh, we are grateful for the ministry each one in this building brings to us. Uh, we would like to lift up, particularly this Sunday, God, um, those who are having birthdays, that they may feel your love and um, the love of all of those who are around us this week. They might have some special birthday memories to take with them. In your name we pray. Amen.
Thank you so much to all of our cherub singers. What a wonderful way to start our service this morning. Good morning to all of you. Shane and I welcome each and every one of you here today, friend, family, and guest. Your presence today is meaningful and very much appreciated. Today, we have the opportunity to celebrate the sacraments of baptism and confirmation with three very special friends to our Olathe congregation. Bronx, Max, and Tate, we are so honored to gather this morning and support your choice to follow Jesus. We are all here to wrap you in love and support as you enter the waters of baptism and the prayers of confirmation. We are so excited for you to, active, to activate your discipleship and express these through the covenants with God and the sacred community. In Doctrine and Covenants section 165, 3a, we read, more fully embody your oneness and equality in Jesus Christ. Oneness and equality in Christ are realized through the waters of baptism, confirmed by the Holy Spirit, and sustained through the sacrament of communion. Embrace the full meaning of these sacraments and be spiritually joined in Christ as never before. Bronx, Max, and Tate, in today's service, we wanted the congregation to help create a visual representation that would remind you of this very special day. On this table up front, we have three jars, one for each one of you. In each jar, there is a layer of blue sand, and that is meant to symbolize the waters of your baptism that you will enter into today. Surrounding the outside of the jars on the bench, you will see lots and lots of river rock. This river rock was chosen for a very special reason. The formation of river rock requires moving water. That water washes over the rocks again and again, making them new. Just as you will be baptized today, the water will wash over you and symbolize new life. But it isn't just the water itself that shapes these rocks. The water carries with it sand and small particles that help to shape the rocks, almost like a fine sandpaper that smooths them. The rocks get pushed and moved and transformed into something that's now smooth and polished and a better version of their original self. Your commitment today is like this transformation of a river rock. You will be created anew as you join Jesus on your life journey. As a disciple, you will be pushed at times. You may feel displaced, but it is all moving you forward. And the best part is, you don't have to do any of this alone. As a reminder of that love and support that you have from this congregation, a character trait has been written on each of the rocks you see in front of you. We want to invite everyone in the congregation here today at any time throughout the service, please come forward, select a river rock, and place that into the jar for Bronx, Max, and Tate in support of their commitment. This will be a symbol that we all commit to them as new disciples that we hope that their heart is living and loving for Jesus Christ. 
these jars will fill up with these amazing words for, for Bronx, Max, and Tate. And then the three of them get to take these home at the end of the service. It is our hope that each time the three of you look at your jar with these affirming words inside, resting on blue sand, you'll be reminded of today. You'll be reminded that while you were shaped and molded into a new creation, you never did so alone. All of Olathe Congregation will uphold you in prayer and will continue to walk with you on your discipleship, affirming your unique giftedness along the way. And more importantly, Jesus is your most loving companion for the journey ahead. He can make all things new, and he will never leave your side. In our congregational blessing, we read, the journey into the heart of God requires a deeper, stronger, and more committed discipleship, including your relationships with God and each, other, and each other. May today be one that we all remember our own commitment to be a disciple of Jesus. May we feel the waters of baptism wash over us as we continue to be shaped and transformed in our own journeys. And may we all feel affirmed and supported and loved in our fellowship and in our community today. And may we all find our place in the heart of God. Would you pray with me, please? Our dear Heavenly Father, we are blessed to be here today. We thank you for the parents and the members of this congregation who have helped prepare these candidates for their baptism today. 
they have studied and committed themselves to follow Jesus' path. As we begin our service, I would love to invite the Holy Spirit to fall upon this congregation now. Open our hearts as we receive his holy presence. Listen, breathe, be. May each one of us be blessed as you witness the wonderful sacrament which we are going to witness today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Bronx, we want you to know how much you are loved and how proud we are that you have decided to make this personal commitment to God. From the time you were little, you have amazed us with your unwavering faith and immense love for God. We are so excited for you to take this next step in your relationship with your Heavenly Father. Today, you are surrounded by family and friends who love you unconditionally and will continue to cheer you on as you navigate your way through this new journey. We hope you take a moment to soak it all up. What a blessing it is to have so many people rooting for you and to know you will never walk alone. We are all here for you. God has created you with so much greatness, Bronx. He has poured countless gifts and talents into you so that you may spread his love and light everywhere you go. Each day, strive to use these gifts to make his world a better place. Be confident that your gifts and abilities are enough. You do not ever need to be like or act like anyone else. Remember, the gifts and talents of others will not turn on the light that God has created only for you. Instead, learn to appreciate the giftedness of those around you and allow it to inspire you and not make you envy. God has made room for us all to shine. Be gentle with yourself. While we admire that you continually, continually strive for greatness, remember, some of the best learning in life comes from picking ourselves back up and learning from our mistakes and life's disappointments. You will have mountains to climb, buddy. Some of those mountains have come early in your life, and others will come as you grow up. But know that there will never be a mountain too big for you to climb if you keep God close. Let go of your worries and your fears and be guided by God's love for you. Just keep climbing. You are so strong. Be fully present in your journey. Remind yourself to find joy in the process of growing and learning. The peace of your soul is tethered to God and all that you do and all he has planned for your life. Talk to him daily. Talk to him when everything is going right and talk to him when everything is going wrong. Pray to him lots. 
praise him through the highs and the lows of life, appreciate him and the blessing he blessings he surrounds you with, love him fiercely, and trust him and who he created you to be. We are fortunate as your family to see on a daily basis what an incredible young man you are growing up to be. We could not be more proud of you. We are eager to see you cultivate your faith and witness the numerous ways you will impact the world. We are trusting that God will continue to guide us as your parents and siblings to be the best support system you can have. We believe that you can accomplish and do anything you desire to do in life. Be willing to work hard, treat others with kindness, be a positive spirit, and continue to surround yourself with a tribe that will not only inspire you, but hold you accountable to do the never to do the never ending hold you accountable to the never ending love and desires that God has for your life. We love you, buddy, but more importantly, God loves you. Bronx, be brave, take up your space, fill it with God's light, and shine only as you can in this world. Matthew 3, verse 16 and 17 read, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Today is the day that you have waited for and many memories you have in store. Today we reflect on what you are about to do, this choice, no, this decision was made by you. Today your faith will lead you into the water and you will feel the love of our Holy Father. Today the next phase of your journey has begun and we stand here and we say, we are proud of you, our son. Max, I requested this song to be played at you boys' baby blessing. Every time I hear it, I still tear up listening to the words. It says everything I want to say, just a little more eloquently than what I could come up with. This is a mother's prayer. My sweet baby on loan from above, no better treasure I could more love. I stand here beside your bed as I pray, I lay my hand on your head as I say. May you grow up to serve him all of your days. May he lead you and guide you in all of your ways. May his hand bless your future with friendships that last. May you cherish your youth and not grow up too fast. I stare in wonder at your tiny frame just to think that God knows you by name. He knows every hair on your beautiful head. He knows all your thoughts before they are said. May you grow up to serve him all of your days. May he lead you and guide you in all of your ways. May his hand bless your future and friendships that last. May you cherish your youth and not grow up too fast. May God grant you peace in the midst of a storm. May God give you strength even when you're forlorn. May you answer the door when Jesus comes knocking. May wisdom guide you when your mouth is talking. 
May discretion protect you and keep you pure. May you never stumble or fall for a lure. May your heart remain humble to the very end. May uprightness and truth be what you defend. May the world not ensnare or change you who you are. May the light that's within you shine like the stars. May angels surround you, body, spirit, mind. May favor and peace be yours to find. May rejection and pain never reach you. May your spirit grow bold for what you're called to. As you rest in God's care, I will rest too, knowing that Jesus is watching over you. Amen. We're so proud of you, bud. And we just hope that you continue to be such a good boy that you've been. And Max is just, one of his greatest qualities is just how he treats everyone with kindness. And since the time he was born, he went to the gym with his mom. My mom took classes. And even when he was a baby, everybody in the gym knew him because he would play with everybody. And we would be at the grocery store and people would come up to me and we would be with Max and it would be, hey, Mohawk Max, how you doing? And Max would be, hey. It's like, who is that? Oh, I don't know. I played with him at the gym yesterday. And it, it's just everybody knew Max because he treated people with kindness. So we're so proud of you, bud, and just so proud that you uh, made this choice and to follow Jesus. And then we especially, though, want to thank Shane and Allie and the time and the investment they made in these boys, too. So thank you very much. When I first got baptized, when I first took pre-baptism class, my first thought was, yay, I get grape juice and bread. But after pre-baptism class, I learned that it was way more than drinking grape juice and eating bread. It was, it was about getting closer to God. When I got baptized, all my sins washed away, and I became part of the church family. I'm so excited for you to become part of the church family today, Date. I'm so happy for Tate because he's been talking about this for a very long time. It's his big day that he's been waiting for for so long. It's also his chance to become closer to God. It's time for his sins to be washed away and for him to become part of the church. He's going to feel the love of our church, God, and Jesus, and most of all, our family. I love you, Tater. Tate, we're just so proud of you, and we love you so much. Um, you've seen your older brother and sister get baptized, and you've been excited for this day for a long time, and now it's finally here. This is such a special day for you, and we're so excited. Out of our wild and active family, um, you have always been so compassionate and kind-hearted and the softy of our group. You have such a great such a kind heart and um, anytime that you see someone with a disability or the homeless or someone crying it almost takes you over you, and I can see how it pains you to see other people that are suffering you have such a good heart and you want to help others I see how you take on their struggles in an effort to help them out you are always so quick to give one of your thunder hugs or to snuggle up close um, which immediately washes away any concerns um, or outside pressures. The value you put on spending time together with us as a family is awesome. For his birthday, which was just last week, I had him give me his top five things he wanted. And one of the five things was family time. 
That's pretty cool for a nine-year-old. Money was the next one. Life is so busy, but you always help us focus on what's most important, and we love you. Tater, you're also so driven in everything that you do. As soon as you could walk, the two things you wanted to do all the time um, was always do everything on your own, by yourself, and the other was to get to the highest point in the house, which meant that getting a drink of milk or water to get that glass was the culmination of both of those things. So you would stack up chairs or step stools to chairs to get on the countertop, or you would scale the hardware on our cabinets to get to the highest point. So I would come downstairs and you'd be standing eye to eye with me, even though you were about a foot tall up on the cabinets. As you got older, your drive would bleed into everything else that you do, whether it's trying to get straight A's in school or making the top sports team. In flag football, you would cry every single time if you didn't score a touchdown on every carry. Or flying down the mountain, skiing, trying to keep up with your cousins and aunts and uncles. Tater, God has blessed you with so many talents and is surrounding you with his love. And with the people that and the people here will be with you every step throughout your life. There is so much ahead of you, and life is just beginning. Each phase of life will bring great challenges and will bring the highest of highs. Through all of it. Please remember that God will be by your side and that everybody here loves you with all of their heart. God has a special purpose for your life and this baptism marks the beginning of it. You will do great things that will help others and your light will shine bright. It already does. We love you, bud. I love you, Taylor. See if it's gonna advance. You mind advancing it? All right. Well, maybe. Let's see. Okay. Um, first off, I have to say, uh, having to follow that is not fun. Um, and I just want to share a couple of thoughts uh, from Allie and I on baptism uh, as we had the wonderful, wonderful opportunity to be the teachers of these three boys and five other amazing kids. Um, these three boys uh, are kind of um, all family to me, even though I'm only technically related to one of them. Uh, all of them are really my family. Uh, I've known Max and the Stoll family since I was a kid. I've, uh, Jason and I have too many memories. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, knowing that uh, also made me know exactly somewhat what we were getting into when we agreed to teach this pre-baptismal class. Um, just those three boys alone, but then having uh, the other five along with them was, uh, for two people that don't have kids, uh, is, is a little scary uh, at times. Um, but, you know, we had just so many fun memories uh, from these kids, and I am so grateful that we got to be a part of, of their uh, special, of their special, of this special moment in their lives. 
Um, our hope was to help these young kids understand what their calling was as disciples, but also to, under, to expand their understanding that being a good Christian isn't just about following the rules, uh, but it's also about being a good person and trying to fulfill Jesus' mission in the world. Um, we also wanted to know that they could come to God in every situation, uh, bad or good, something that Ashley talked about a little bit. So every class, we, tar- we started with our own version of the prayer book, uh, which we called our blessings and concerns. And many times we go around the room, and some of them would say they didn't have any concerns at all. Uh, but there were definitely other times uh, that uh, they really thought about the people in their lives, and they made sure that we were praying for them as a group. Um, their awareness really, really displayed. And and in some ways, it took me aback at times uh, during the 12 weeks together where I would see these amazing kids just like find ways to be selfless and to uh, be aware of the concerns of people around them. You know, sometimes Jesus is like that. Uh, He shows up in our lives when we least expect it. He takes us aback and he takes us by surprise. And one of our favorite stories Uh, was the story of Zacchaeus. And uh, I've talked about Zacchaeus up here before, but I I think it bears repeating because the story of Zacchaeus, the the reminder that we we have to have before we tell the story of Zacchaeus is Zacchaeus was not a good guy. He was a tax collector who cheated people out of money, and and he, he used his position to to exploit people. But Jesus saw through that, and he saw into his heart, and he saw the mit- through those misdeeds, and he found a way to connect with him in a real and a personal way. And that real and personal way was just by going to lunch with him. Now, that may not sound like much, and maybe it's not, But sometimes those little moments are everything. And that's what we need to know as disciples of Jesus. Becoming a member of this church is an active thing. It's something that we do all the time. And it's one that requires you to reach out and find people right where they are, no matter their circumstances in life. I love that story about you, Tate, about how you love to, or how you're really called to, to reaching out to people who are disabled and homeless. And that's, that's part of our calling. And it doesn't mean that we have to do something massive and save them at their life, but it means that we have to treat them as humans. We need to meet them as individuals, as Jesus did for Zacchaeus. We need to understand what's happening in people's lives. That's part of our calling as disciples. And today we celebrate the baptism and confirmation of these really awesome boys, and we asked all of them why they wanted to be baptized. And Bronx said, I want to be baptized because I want to be a member of Community of Christ and to be part of of our congregational family. And Max said, uh, 
I want to be baptized so that I can be a part of Jesus and God. I am a leader in church. And I love that declaration. I love that declaration and that knowledge. And Tate said, I want to be baptized because I get to be an official member of the church. It's very special for me to join this church family. And I'm pretty excited to have the bread and juice at communion as well. And I want to talk about that just for a second because when we talk about the sacraments in class, um, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite memories of this class comes from Max. And, and we were talking about communion and what it represents. And we, we talk about the representation of the body and the blood of Jesus. And when I asked Max what communion represented, he told me that it was the blood and the bones of Jesus. And I was like, that changed communion for me a little bit just generally, but, you know, I love that, right? Like, because the symbol of communion and that sacrament is important. And I'm so excited that you guys are taking this step in your lives. It, it, it just, that, it, I know that you guys are going to be such amazing members of this church, and I'm so proud of you. And the one other thing that I want you guys to know, I want the three of you guys to know, so eyes up here. One, two, three, eyes on me. One, two. Okay, I, I learned that one. I learned that one, sort of. Um, but I want you guys to know. I want you guys to know that you, all of these people here, consider you a part of their, their family. Whether you're actually family members with them or you're only partially family members with them or, you know, your dad and this guy used to walk long walks to the gas station. You know, like... Whatever, whatever the, the circumstances, you guys are family. And you're, you're family as a part of this congregation. And all of you are a part of that family. And your presence here today speaks volumes to these three boys who are in this development period of their discipleship. You're here to support them as family members. And whether you've been a part of this congregation for decades, or this is your first time here, or no matter your relation, or no matter your tenure in this place, I want you to know, just like you guys, you are welcome, you are loved, and you matter. That's what Jesus told to Zacchaeus, and that's what the message of Jesus is about. Now, just the three of you guys, Bronx, all right, I want you guys to answer this question. Who baptized Jesus? Max. John the Baptist. Good job. And it's in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. We read, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented, and he baptized Jesus. John is nervous about baptizing Jesus, because John knows the amazing power that's within Jesus, and that he's been prophesied as the Savior for the people, and he feels unworthy of that responsibility that's asked of him. How can it be me to baptize this person? I should be the one baptized by him. There are so many times during the course of teaching this group of kids that I felt like 
John the Baptist. I think Allie probably would say the same thing. These amazing kids taught us so much about love and joy and friendship and faith. And sometimes it was overwhelming to think that we were the ones who were responsible for preparing them for something that they were born for and something that they were made for and something that was a part of them before they came to the earth. But just as John baptized, uh, relents and baptizes Jesus, Allie and I acknowledge that we had this very small part to play in helping to journey with these guys, with these disciples of, of God. And we were so blessed to be a part of that story. You three that are being baptized today, you're caring, you're loving, and you're kind people. And our congregation is unbelievably blessed to have you as a part of our community and to welcome you as members into this community. Our faith, Community of Christ, claims this is our mission. We proclaim Jesus Christ and we promote communities of joy, hope, love, and peace. And we spent a lot of time talking about this in our class, but the thing I want the three of you guys to know today as you take the steps into the waters of baptism today, you are the same person, but you're created brand new as disciples of Jesus Christ. And that means that you claim this mission right here as yours. We proclaim Jesus Christ and we promote communities of joy, hope, love, and peace. And today, as a member of your community, I want to celebrate with you. I rejoice with you as you claim that mission is yours. And we celebrate you as new beings as we travel with you in your journey as disciples of Christ. At this time, Bronx Harker will be baptized by his grandfather, Evangelist Tom Arnold. Bronx Thomas Harker, having been commissioned of Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
At this time, Max Stoll will be baptized by Elder Shane Adams. Max Stoll, having been commissioned of Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, Tate Traxel will be baptized by his father, priest Jason Traxel. Tate Traxel, having been commissioned by Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My sister Denise and I have had the opportunity to teach this age group in Sunday school this, this um, spring, and it has been so much fun. We also get to work with them in Bible school and choirs and other activities throughout the year. They bring with them such 
incredible enthusiasm, passion, and a lot of intensity comes with this group. Um, we start our Sunday school class out talking about the good things that happened that week, and they're very quick to share and comment on each other's um, ideas and thoughts and um, willing to you know, accept what the other person's saying. We then go on to our story, and instead of just reading it, I, we act out the parts. And before they know what their parts are, they are volunteering all over the place, whether they're Jesus, Joseph, um, John, a tree, a river, they are totally into it and, and so enthusiastic. And then we go on to an activity, and again, they're willing to try new things. They're not afraid to ask if they don't understand. Um, but they bring such a passion and intensity with them. And it reminds me that I need to be willing to volunteer for things sometimes before I know what I'm completely volunteering for and to be caring and compassionate with what I do. And now is our opportunity to share our resources in a positive and passionate and intense way. Will the ushers please come forward? Our dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you at this moment, we're very grateful for this special service that we can um, enjoy the sacrament of baptism and confirmation. We ask that now that we are ready to give to you, help that we will do this willingly. Please bless these offerings, that we might use them in the way that will be pleasing to you, and that we can live our lives pleasing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
God, creator of all living things, thank you for the beauty that surrounds us. Thank you for the animals and flowers, for the oceans and sky. We pray to we pray for peace to live within all of nature. Help us to care for earth and all the living things with the same love you have shown us. God, creator of our community, thank you for all of those that surround us. Thank you for our neighbors and coworkers, for our teachers and church family. We pray for peace to blanket us in the times we gather in fellowship. Help us to care for all people with the same love you have shown us. God, creator of our friends, thank you for, for Bronx, Max, and Tate. Thank you Help us to care for each one of them as we journey as we journey alongside their commitment to you. Help Bronx know your peace and love. Help Max to know your peace and love. Help Tate to know your peace and love. One of the things that we did in class was act out the story of Jesus' baptism. Bronx, Max, do you guys remember that? Yeah. Um, Tate gets back in here. I'm sure he would, too. The kids were able to take turns being Jesus or John the Baptist or the people that were gathered around the banks of the Jordan River and even the Spirit of God in the form of a dove. After Jesus is baptized, as described in the Gospels, we read that the Holy Spirit descended on them in the body of a dove, and a voice said, You are my child, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. In most, most faith traditions, this is what we point to as Jesus' confirmation. While there are varying accounts of Jesus' life in the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, this is the one that they all include. One thing that Shane and I discussed as we prepared for today, why does the Spirit of God take the form of a dove? Why not something more majestic like an eagle? But the reason that God takes the form of a dove and not something more grand is, this, is that the Spirit of God is not only in the majestic and the powerful, but the Holy Spirit also courses through common, everyday, normal things. The Holy Spirit is in everything. A dove was something that all people at that time, the rich and the poor, could have understood as a symbol of peace and love. That's a great detail in this story of Jesus' baptism and confirmation. God chooses the form of a very common bird 
to communicate his love. It didn't need to be the biggest bird or the most feared bird, just an ordinary everyday bird. And that everyday bird was enough to carry the most important of messages, which was, you are my child, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. We need to all remember that, even in our own feelings of commonness, that we are still God's beloved children and God is pleased with us. In a few minutes, members of your very own personal community will lay their hands on your head, Bronx and Max and Tate, and they'll confirm you as members of Community of Christ. In our faith, everyone has service to offer and everyone has gifts to share. You have value exactly how you've been created. Your gifts don't have to be the biggest or the best gifts, and they don't need to look like anyone else's gifts. They just need to be authentically yours, accompanied by a willing heart to share those gifts and love to all of creation. So we asked Bronx and Max and Tate how they would share the love of Jesus to their congregation, and here's what they said. Bronx said, I will share the love of Jesus in my congregation by giving hope to others and loving them. Max said, I will share the love of Jesus in my congregation by being kind. I will hold the door for people. I'll be respectful. I'll take communion. I'll be a good sport. And Tate said, I will share the love of Jesus in my congregation by showing love to all around me. I will come to church and learn more about Jesus and use what I have learned to help others. I will smile at people, open up doors for people, hug people, say prayers for people, and always ask myself, what would Jesus do? Becoming a member of our faith is done by people who are your friends and your family members, people that love you and are committed to live in community with you as you journey on your own personal discipleship. Now, after your baptism, the elders will lay their hands on your head and bring about the Holy Spirit to you, saying, you are my child, my beloved, and with you I am well pleased. All three of you are beloved, and all three of you are so committed to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Remember from our class, we learned that the good news is for everyone, the poor, the captives, the sick, and the oppressed. Jesus brought this message of good news and the love to people he ministered to 2,000 years ago, and it still rings true for us all today. We are called as disciples of Jesus to share that good news with family and friends, to be a helpful hand to those who need our kindness, and to love everyone everywhere. The good news is for the poor, the poor in wealth, the poor in spirit, the poor who constantly need hope in their lives. The good news is for the captives, people who are trapped in many ways, trapped by circumstances that they were born into, trapped by inner demons, or trapped in decisions of their own making. The good news is for the sick. Jesus reached out to those afflicted by disease and disabled by their ailments, the sick in body, and the sick in spirit. The good news is for the oppressed, those who are held down by society because they are different, because they don't fit in, 
or because they aren't seen as equals. Jesus' declaration that he was here to bring those people the good news was radical and exciting for the people of that time. Your commitment to being baptized and confirmed today means that the people around you will feel that radical, exciting love of Jesus. We are all excited about your choice to add your voice to the good news and to offer it to all people. As the three of you take your seats for your confirmation, listen to the voices of those who confirm you. Listen for the Holy Spirit that flows through them and through this place of worship. As you grow, continue to listen to the needs of the people around you, to the poor, to the captives, to the sick, and to the oppressed. Those voices all need the good news that the three of you will bring. As disciples continue to give the love of Jesus to all you encounter, as you are confirmed as members of Community of Christ today, you join with a faithful community that, des that desires to bring this message of love to all. Everyone is loved. Love is for the common, everyday person. That love is for you, and it's for me, and it's for all of God's children. We are so excited to share in your ministry and to proclaim the good news alongside the three of you as you journey ahead. At this time, I'm honored to invite Bronx, Max, and Tate to come forward along with those elders who will confirm you to take your seats. Harker will be confirmed by his grandfather, evangelist Tom Arnold, and his uncle, Elder Shane Adams. O oh God, our Heavenly Father, Shane and I, as elders in the community of Christ, lay our hands on the head of Bronx Thomas Harker to confirm membership in the community of Christ, and more importantly, to bestow the gift, the wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. Our prayer is that Bronx would know this spirit as a loving companion throughout the rest of his life. We pray that he might continue to sense and learn from the guidance and nurture of his parents and his family. We pray that uh, Bronx would learn even as Jesus learned, line upon line and precept upon precept. May he know that he is free in this wonderful spirit to even make mistakes in trying to grow in his discipleship that you are a gracious God, and he is your beloved. Heavenly Father, as Bronx studies,
prays and walks with his fellow disciples, might the lessons of life that you would desire to teach him be apparent. Might he come to know you as a guide, as a friend, as a source of inspiration. May he also know, Father, that the path of the disciple is not a path of certainty, but rather it is a path of trust. May he strive out in the spirit of adventure, of great hope and anticipation of knowing that he shall meet you in every encounter, that this spirit be a companion, guide, and comforter throughout his life. May he take his place now in this fellowship that he is called to membership in. May he understand, indeed, the responsibilities as well as the privileges of such. But may he know that his reach as a disciple is to all people, that the good news that he has in his life is to be shared. Embolden him for witness. May he always live and dwell in Christ. May Christ live and dwell in him. And this is our prayer in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. At this time, Max Stoll will be confirmed by his grandfather, Elder Franz Stoll, and his great uncle, Elder Warren Kruger. Heavenly Father, as ministers in your church, Warren and I lay our hands on Max's head, acknowledging his acceptance of Jesus Christ in his life through baptism. We confirm Max's membership into the community of Christ Church and the fellowship of Christians everywhere. Just as his good and loving parents have taught Max right from wrong, your word gives him that understanding and direction as well. Max's care for others, his alertness, sense of humor, engaging smile, and enthusiastic energy help him make friends in school and sports. With those friends, he has learned how to be a caring and sharing team member and classmate. He is learning to follow instruction and make wise choices from his family, including parents and aunts and uncles and sisters, teachers, coaches, and grandparents. These experiences will help him follow the righteous and caring path you make available to Max and all followers of the cross. Bless Max as he sets forth now on his renewed life journey to take his hand as he is confronted with the adversity and difficult choices let him know that you are always with him and will comfort him, that your word is a beacon to him as he seeks to do your will and share his very special and meaningful gifts. We pray that your Holy Spirit will watch over Max each and every day, keeping him safe and healthy as he seeks to keep your commandments. We pray that he will often remember that you, his family, friends in this congregation, love and support him. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. At this time, Tate Traxel will be confirmed by his grandmother, High Priest Pat Traxel, grandfather, Elder Stan Osborne, and accompanied by grandparents, Ron Traxel and Dana Osborne. 
Dear God, we come humbly before you, and in this quiet, peaceful setting, we know that your Holy Spirit is in this place. This is a very special time for Tate and his family. He has completed the prerequisites for this event, and he and his family and loved ones have prayed for him and supported him in the process of his understanding, his joy in to what it means to have joy and peace and be eager to participate completely in the membership of this congregation and church. Tate has been blessed with many gifts which will support him in his role as a disciple of Christ. He loves his, his things that he does and in whatever he does, he is asked to be and follow Jesus and be a companion for helping others. In the days to come, we would ask you, Lord, that you might support Tate and give him the strength he needs to follow you. The, the many things that he may face in life will be needed, and sometimes you're, he will find that the, the society tugs at his, his principles, but we hope that your, your, will, your spirit will be with him and give him the, the uh, support and firmness that he needs. We as a congregation are called to, to pray for Tate and his family and to give him the support that he needs in the days ahead to come. Tate, his family, and all members will be blessed by the, uh, the physical and the emotional and the intellectual talents that he has. And may his Holy Spirit be with him always as he moves into a closer relationship with you, our Lord and Creator. Thank you, Lord, for all our blessings. Amen. So, guys, this has been a really um, exciting day for the three of you and your families. But I want you to look at all the smiles out there and know that it's very exciting for all of us. Because you have, um, while you've been a member of this congregation since the day you were born, today you made it official and we couldn't be uh, we have a book for each of you. It's the book we shared. It talks about our church's beliefs, our mission, our enduring principles. And then I think you all know by now that Jen has made little CC for you, the caterpillar that shows up on every page. So this is how excited we are. God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others. Let others do for you. May you build a ladder to the sky. Climb on every rung and may you stay. See you.
Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, today we have witnessed the baptism and confirmation of these beautiful children, Bronx, Max, and Tate, who you love so very much. We've watched them as they have grown up in our congregation. We celebrate each one and the joy they give to their parents, their family, and their friends. Now, they've chosen to follow Jesus. There is so much promise and so much living for each of them. Bless them every day to make those good choices as they follow the holy path. Keep them safe from harm. Let them be the light into the world. And let them know that every person here has been a witness to their commitment and their love and support to them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 